Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. So today we're going to talk about how to change more than your job. We're going to discuss how to make a career transition and change industries. Mm. Start with a question from someone who is very successful in her current job, but feels bored and wants to move to a more creative industry. We'll talk about the concrete steps she and you, if this is the case for you, can take to move to a new industry while keeping a job that pays the bills. Oh boy. Yeah. Making a career change to a different industry I can seem daunting, Yeah, but it is very doable. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. So here's the question. I currently have a secure job as an office manager at a growing company where I've worked for the last 10 years. I started as an assistant and worked my way up to this position. It pays well and has good benefits. The problem is I'm bored and would rather be doing something else. I've always been interested in interior design and my friends consult me whenever they have a renovation or redecorating their home. I know I would have to go back to school to work in this industry and I'm not ready to quit my job. How can I navigate this change? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, look, there's many people that go into an industry for one reason or another, they climb the ladder and they end up doing well. And then it hits them one day. Oh yeah, no, I really would rather be doing something else. Yeah. And, you know, I want people to look at this transition as it's, it's normal. It's actually just yes. a part of your career and you, you don't have to leave your job. In fact, you shouldn't leave your job until you are ready to get a job, which means that you've actually had a part-time job in that industry or an internship or something. Yeah. You know, you don't want to start out with the 22 year olds just coming into the industry. You want to start a little better, but you do have to start over. It's always a step back before a step forward. Yeah. But if you want to move into an industry where you do have to go back to school and maybe you don't have to for interior design, but it's not a bad idea because it will teach you things rather than having to learn on the job. Right. It's not a bad idea to get that degree. And I don't think it takes that long. But for those that want to do something completely different, uh, you know, maybe you've just been working in advertising and you want to now do customer experience. It may be worth going back to school because, you know, you're not going to get the pay that you've had. Um, and that will help at least getting going back to school for when you get a internship or something you can do part time. You will have some skills. So yeah. It's not a good idea to go back to school. Um of course, depending on the field, but this is, it's sort of um, a mind game you have to play with yourself because when you switch industries, it could take a couple of years. Yeah. I've heard two to four years that you at expect, least, right? at least, and it's going to take a lot of work on your part. And, you know, there may be some disappointments along the way. Like you may have to step back to go forward, 
But there's nothing wrong with that because you're going to be going into the industry that's more interesting and will have other opportunities for you. Yeah. Uh, not everybody is willing to do that. They'd rather stay at a dead end, boring job than, than go back for a couple of months or a year. And I think it's worth it to take those steps. But you're going to have to get some experience. You can't just make a career change without any experience. So you have to volunteer. Right. And that's just part of it. Yeah. I, you know, I was um, as looking at this question. I was sort of thinking about the steps to think about, because also you may think you may want to change industries. You may think you have an idea of what you want to do, but you're not, you don't really know specifically what it is. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking you that if you think there's an industry you want to go into, you would first want to get information about it, right? Do some information interviews with people in that industry, perhaps people who are doing things that you imagine yourself doing, mm -hmm. that then you would want to get training. And Kathy, as you're talking about some form of education or some form of experience through education and or some credential, so to speak, and then yeah. get experience, as you are saying, with maybe something, a project like this individual, if they are already doing projects for people, get Get, take on more projects. And yeah, I mean, even if you don't charge for it, get the experience. If your friends are willing to have you decorate their house, what a great, that's great experience. Make sure you get it photographed before and after. Right. And, you know, act like a professional when you're doing it because that, if that's going to be your new profession. And yeah. this is true for all of these career changes is that you have to get some experience and you're going to have to give it away at first because that's how you learn the tricks of the trade. Well, you have to be willing to be a beginner, which if you're, yes. if you're in your late thirties or forties or even fifties may be hard. Yeah. Say, I don't really know. And I'm willing to learn here and I'm learning to make mistakes. That's the other thing that I find is that you have to be willing. This person is an expert at what they're doing right now, <clears throat> excuse me, but they will make plenty of mistakes as a new uh, designer, if that's where they go. Right. And there's a lot to learn. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, you've got to be open to that, that you don't know everything, you know, a little bit, that's why you want to go into it, but there's a lot to learn. And I would, you know, buy books on the subject. I know there's industry books in every industry that have all the trade names, you know, because yeah. they all use different vocabularies, but you're going to have to saturate yourself in that work, whether that's taking a class in the evenings or going back to school on the weekends. And if you can volunteer somewhere and, you know, there's, well, this is so, this is an interior design, but every industry, if you can offer a couple of hours a week where you're going to volunteer yeah. just to learn and be around it, that will give you some idea if this is really what you want to do. And, it'll also and to build relationships, right? Yes. And credentials. Yeah. So that you're building your resume in that field. Yeah. And then someone will be able to take a risk on you. I will say it's so interesting because developmentally in the late 30s, early 40s, there's a part of each of us that usually comes to life that knows better what we like and what we don't like. And that I mean, I think that's where the midlife crisis term came up is that people, we sort of follow a certain fo formula in the early years often that we think people think we should do, you know, follow a certain job path or career path. And so when you hit a certain age, suddenly you know more what you really care about. Yeah. 
And that can feel scary to take the risk. It's very scary. Yeah. To take the risk and step out and do the thing that you actually most would prefer to do. I think it is really scary. And what do you tell people? You know, it's, you sort of have a loss of identity also when you do that, yeah. but it's worth going through it. And it's always good to spend time with others that have done it so right. that they can describe their process and it's not quick. Um, so, you know, you want to be sure that you have support. Don't just stick around people that would not do that. Yes. Or, uh, people that are going to be the naysayers in your life. Be careful of that. Um, so you don't always have to tell people what you're doing, uh, if, if they're not supportive of it, but it best to start, um, putting yourself in situations where you're going to meet, be meeting the right people now. Yeah. And be willing to see it as a process. That's what I hear you saying, that it's not going to be an instant thing. So yeah. absolutely. You can hold on to your secure, boring job. And actually, I know in our work, Kathy, that very often when people start to pursue what they really want outside of work, their jobs become more interesting, or at least more, you know, it's it, the whole thing becomes more um, tolerable because you know that you're at least nourishing one part of who you are that's yeah. been ignored to date. And so it can infuse even a fresh energy in whatever it is you're doing during the daytime or your day job. Um, to pursue something that you really care about. Yeah. You know, what's also interesting in this question is that, um, you know, she probably is doing a, just a job, job, jobby job. And <clears throat> she really wants to do something more creative. Yeah. And that's hard to go, you know, get up in the morning and go do that kind of a job <clears throat> when actually you are finding you're becoming more creative in life. Yeah. So she's got to go through this process. Yeah. She's really got to put herself through this and it'll be, she'll be so much happier. And, you know, once you get into a new industry, you're going to find other people that made a transition Not everybody right. was born in that industry or started out that way. Right. This is not that uncommon. And I've read many times that most of us will have three careers in our lifetime. Yes. So not everybody does, but you know, it's an interesting concept and there's new jobs that are, uh, coming up every year, you know, that didn't exist before, you know, my favorite is the user experience. I mean, that didn't exist until, I don't know, five, 10 years ago. And uh, there's probably more that I'm not even aware of, but that's an interesting one. Yeah. Cause that's not an, it's not an easy career, but nobody was born in it. You know, people are transitioning into it now. That's such a good point. And even within an industry, it's constantly changing, right? Oh, yeah. So I'm sure interior design today is very different than it was 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, what you would want to learn in interior design is how to do the software and do the technology piece because most of the interior designers that have been in it for a long time don't know that part. Mm. Just sketch all the places out themselves. Mm -hmm. and now you don't need to do that. So- you know, the more you know about technology, the more jobs there are for you in every field. So that's maybe another clue. Yeah. So anything out in this process? <laughs> I think so. I mean, I think in the sense that if we're saying, how do you navigate this change? We are encouraging stay at your job, get yeah. some information, start to get training. To your point, Kathy, 
whatever is um, the newest from a technology point of view will probably be an asset for you, no matter what industry you're changing into. Yeah. Uh, be willing to do jobs on the side or jobs yep. for free or jobs for a good cause. Yep. In this volunteer, in this new thing. Yep. And to be patient with the process that it's going to take two to four years. So, and that's okay. You're on the yeah, right. Track. That is the process. You know, get all the magazines, read everything that there is in that particular industry, it infiltrate it and start to understand its vocabulary and what it's going to mean, what everything yeah. means. I guess the last thing I would say is if you're not, if you know you want to make a change and you're not sure what it is, that's also a good time to work with a coach, an executive mm -hmm. coach or a career counselor, or I'm a career therapist, <laughs> something along those lines where you can do assessments where you can do some examining of where your interests lie and what could be next for you. But you have to be willing to sort of take that time to explore and not yeah. just hang out knowing you're bored and not knowing what to do next. Yeah. And we wish you the best of luck. We want to hear your stories. Yes. So that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, tweet us at SK2 and follow us on Instagram at MyCrazyOffice. And if you want to subscribe to our podcast, go to MyCrazyOffice on our website and hit the subscribe button. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at MyCrazyOffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.